What it does, what is poppin', what is crackin', lackin', everybody. My name is Festive Glee C. Ooh, Ooh and this is Naughty or Nice Nose Dog. Oh, and I am Santa's favorite son, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and, and welcome to episode 111 of Bad Habits of Podcast, the final episode of 2022. And we're starting it off in a festive way. The boys are in a building. Daniel's back from the small island. No, she's in Toronto. I'm out here with the Yeezys. Uh, what's cracking, fellas? What's news? What's bopping? Talk to me. Uh, Notion can go first. Out here, just fucking keeping it one thousand is every every day as best as we can. All right, wow, yeah. that is so inspiring. I like that. I'm a that positive kind of company, I, you know what I mean, I get you. I get you. I uh, just came back from this uh, island in the Caribbean called uh, Trinidad and Tobago. How was that? Which shit? was uh, it was it was incredible. Honestly, it was it was so good. Like I thought, genuinely, I was under. The impression that it would be very similar to Jamaica, but it was nothing like Jamaica. It is, it's crazy. It's like so different. It's mad, but like it's so good. The food obviously, obviously, was like the best, and like it was just such a great experience. Thirty degrees every day. I went on a boat one of the days. Just spent my day on a boat, laying in the ocean, chilling, soaking up sun, getting sunburnt and that. Um, met great people. Met a lot of Mel's friends. It, it was great. It, it was it was a great experience. I would definitely go back again. Hundred percent. No shit. What was the best food you ate? Ah, oh, the best food. Best food. That's hard. Uh, well, I had something. Uh, I went to this beach and I had something called Bacon Shark. And essentially, bacon is like this dough thing. I'm not too sure what it is. It's kind of like uh, what you'd put a patty in between. But instead of regular mm-hmm. patty, they put like deep fried shark with. Uh, you have a bunch of vegetables in it and it's like um you can choose all your different like sauces you want inside all the different veggies it is, it's incredible that was that was so good baker, and, uh, baker shark b-a-k-e-r bacon bacon you see you see i'll go on my top actually oh, bacon and shark oh okay oh, there we go there we go i'm gonna ask josh about it yeah he'll know he'll know and uh yeah it was lit it was lit it was it was so good definitely go back again Fuck yeah. Things. Sorry, I interrupted you. Um, anything else you were like you were gonna say another piece of food that you had that was fire? Uh oh yeah, so oh yeah, sorry, there was a huge um Indian influence over there, which right. I didn't even know about. And um essentially I had the best roti. The best roti with chana, pumpkin, potatoes. It was it was so sick. I loved it. Making that was on my my final night. Oh, I also went to this place called Texas de Brazil. They have it in America as well. And it's basically uh, one of them like Brazilian steakhouses place. And uh, they come around with the meats and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you, you have like a little thing which you flip over if you want more meat and if you don't, less meat. Of course. Of course. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just uh, flip the thing over. But that was like the most full I think I've ever been. I had crazy food. Like I had some amazing wings, some pequeña, some beef, some... Beef ribs, fucking filet mignon, so many things. It was, it was incredible. And the fattest carrot cake, bigger than Notion's head. That's glorious. Any good beers? Yeah. Mm, I forgot to send you this picture. There's this place, this is a microbrewery that I found, probably the only one on the island called Tommy's IPA. I didn't actually go. We didn't have any time, but I was going to send you a picture because I was going to go and watch the world there, but 
unfortunately, I didn't get any time. They fucked you. Okay, that's sick, man. Good for you. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, glad you had a good time and happy to be back in the Arctic tundra that is Canada. Yes, I'm very happy to be back. Very, very happy. It was uh, as much as I loved it there. I'm very happy to also be back. The journey back was good, I guess, but baggage claim was shit. Got back super late because of it. Yeah. Immigration was super, super weird. Like the weirdest experience of immigration. Not because it was stressful, but because it was just like they didn't. It was, it was weird. I'll explain after. It was just like so Too weird. much for the part. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to hear about that. But yeah. Good, man. Yeah. yeah I'll let you know. But yeah. Good. Nads is back. And I did a bunch of uh, Christmas shopping today. Fuck yeah. Ready for, I was about to say, Nads all ready for Christmas. We're going to finally all be hanging out uh, over yes. the weekend for a few days, which is glorious. So I've been looking forward to this for a while, to be honest, so we can just like Same. kick it. No show actually be here. Uh, which would be amazing mm. with the fam and just fucking Barrington in the building and just eat good and drink some fire and just fucking Tuck kick it. To be honest, yeah. I mean, I've been looking for, we have so much. So one of the things we all do, this is for the people, we uh, we like to watch, and Notion isn't really on board with this yet, but we're working on it. We like watching yeah. shit movies and shit TV shows. Shit just meaning trashy. So like Christmas yeah. is like, horrible horrible christmas movies and the, you're just laughing and be like what the fuck is this like type of thing mm-hmm. and we have a massive list on netflix there's so fucking many this year bro like um we got them all saved and unfortunately dan and tiff and i were very upset the dan's been in canada this is dan's third christmas and yes. the first two christmases we watched this show no i'm not sure if you came for like at clover's last year or the year before for that but um, or we we forced you to watch it. it. Was called Twelve Dates of Christmas. Does that sound familiar to you? None of it rings a bell. I, I just completely cancel it from my mind the second we finish watching it. So I <laughs> Fair enough. genuinely don't know. But you can run it by me again for sure. Okay. Maybe. All right. So this this show is so awesomely bad. Um, it's actually, <laughs> I guess, it's pretty bad. It's good. I, I actually like it. <laughs> I actually no, but like we it. all Even really like, like this stuff. We really like this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to yeah. explain what the premise of the show is? It, essentially, you have, um, I think it's three main people go into this like mansion, this kind of manor sort of place. In like and Austria then, or something. In Austria, yeah, yeah. And then they essentially choose three people to go on dates with. And then during the dates, obviously it doesn't matter how well they go, another person comes and interrupts one of the couple's dates. And they say this line, and I forgot what they call it, what they, oh, what they say. Yeah. I'm your but they new, say new like, date, or I'm the... Yeah, they, but they say something, there's a specific word. It yeah. is basically, I, oh, hi, I'm your new date. And essentially, they come over, and the person who they're dating just leaves. And then they just take over. Awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward it's like oh, okay thanks thanks bro thanks and, and, and there's usually go. like a straight dude a straight chick and then a gay guy i think for the yeah. first year and the second year was a gay chick mm-hmm. so it was like they and they have the thing and they have to eliminate someone so maybe they'll be on a date with some there's like three main like uh what's it called protagonists that are the main people protagonists they'll have, yeah they'll have like the first round, they'll just send somebody in to meet them. And then they'll be like Dan said, they'll be on the date. Someone else will come. That person will fuck off. And then there's two and they all stay in this house together. And then sometimes they can sneak into the bedrooms and, and all this shit. True. So the point is that they canceled that show. So they did two mm-hmm. seasons and then there's not going to God. be one this year. No, not thank God. Oh, no. oh, We're very upset. I'm no sorry to hear it. Thank you so much. Very it. upset. That, that almost ruined Christmas for me. I almost went back to Montreal. 
homeless. She was like, you know, fuck it. I don't want to see him. It's over. I was like, I don't want to see anyone. I, nope. didn't, I just wanted to hang yeah. out on my own. Yeah, I need to just console, just melt, stay in Trinidad. I don't want to be anywhere. I just need to be here. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> we have Too Hot to Handle, the latest one. Mm-hmm. We all saved it because Too Hot to Handle is oh, ridiculous. God. No, sh- you got to get on board with the dumb country. It's it's brilliant. It's so good. It's so, it's good. so dumb and so good. But we also have this other show. There's other show that I discovered. I was just on my on my timeline, just just scrolling, whatever. And then oh. this TLC tweet, <laughs> yes. TLC tweet came up, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That like Christmas is saved. And there's a show notion called Milf Milf Manor, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, and basically, <laughs> it's gonna be just, terrible. <laughs> it's gonna so why hasn't the world exploded yet? <sighs> That's I, just look, making drivel, buddy. Honestly, that just yeah. sounds like a delight, I guess. But what I'm looking forward to as well, the way they captioned the tweet, they said, um, essentially, they're trying to find love in Villa with a twist. And I was like, oh, okay. It's going to be interesting. So they put a whole bunch of MILFs together. I bet they're like kids are helping them get a date or some bullshit. It's going to be yeah. insanely dumb. I can't wait. So no, you're in for a treat. A I treat. think I might actually just put another massive slit scar on the other side of my neck so i don't have to watch them shows nah because it's good when you're recovering from the slit you know? yeah, um, yeah yeah you're going to be mad at me but my card is full and it stopped recording so i'm probably just going to rip the audio from the thing this episode okay apology Sweet. or i could start it again and we can but it would fuck up the whole intro it's all good mate all right beauty to it uh i didn't realize it was uh, all there so okay so that's christmas uh, the only update I really have, Barrington won't stop pumping me. It's driving me crazy. I'm trying to stop him. Oh, he's still really humpy. Like bad, like every single day. Um, I don't know what to do. We tie him up briefly and put him in timeout for five minutes, just tie the leash to the door. Like, oh, my the doors. But he just Does he have his ball? He yeah. has his balls, right? He has his balls. So I think when you snip him, he'll stop that. But it's super annoying. He's a cutie. He just I mean, just, give him, just, just give him a fucking, just get one off, mate. Just get yeah, just rub it out. Just, just rub him out. That's all he no. wants. He's just a little quick one, no, no, two. No beat, though? Can you do that? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, I don't think you can. No you, you can. no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Just to be clear, we can't do <laughs> well, that. Yeah, it's, it's a little just, awkward. I'm just joking. Oh, we do not do that. We but, don't touch dogs. But No, no, we just joke about that. Just to be clear, clear, clear. <laughs> there are multiple yeah, podcasts. But yeah, that's that do like, I mean, like, when I come over, he can root my slippers or something. Well, uh, he'll root your legs. Does he doesn't root things on the ground, or is it always attached to you? It's always you, and it's always me, and it's always like he'll start, he'll jump up and try to bite my sleeves, and I was trying. Oh, I've yeah. got to cut that out, and then when he's doing that straight away, he's like he starts panting, and then he, he starts goes for the root, yeah, and then he goes, he goes for, the for the root. So I try to be like sometimes I'm I don't want to hurt him. He's like seven month old puppy, so I like I push him yeah. off. Sometimes he really annoys me, so maybe I do it a little more forceful, but never like soup, just to push him back like two feet. Well, I, I got like, yeah. I, I'm very surprised at how, like, I've been told you could be like more aggressive than I also thought. Cause I think, I think when I get a dog, I'd be very much like you. I'd always, always think like something's wrong or like, I can't do this. And like Mel tells me, like, it's not that deep. Like, you can push the dog, like, and like she was playing, playing with her dog at her crib in Trinidad. So aggressive, like this little one-year-old puppy. She's like uh-huh. so aggressive, pushing her and everything. I was like, oh my God, like, this Sweet. is crazy. Like, this is crazy. She, she was like, what, what's wrong? Like, this is just what you do with dogs. I was like, oh, okay. Like, 
So basically, you sh- it's not that deep as long as you're not like don't fucking punch the dog, but like yeah. you can push him and like it's not going to be that deep. He'll okay. think you're playing anyway. Good to know. He never comes back angry at me or anything. So no, um, no, no, because you're not, I'm not hurting hard. him. They do play pretty aggressive, I guess. He just like yeah. I don't know. It's just like I don't know. He's the cutest little guy. So I just wanted to fucking. He just wants to root your leg. I mean, like he doesn't leg. want to root your I'll, leg. Listen, I'll let him. I'll let him. Please, I hope no. Because well, then if he, he has to stop the behavior, but yes, he, I, I'd rather him, rather you than me. You know what I'm saying? Just Dan, one thing, Dan. Just just let him finish, okay? <laughs> yeah, all right. Just let him go. The funniest part that'll make him stop rubbing Yeah, maybe. But he like he humps the air, so he's not even connecting yeah, with anything. Yeah, he approaches like he holds it, and he's grabbing like your knee or just below the knee, and then he's just humping the air in between. Like gotcha. So he's not even there's, contact there's, with this. There's no cock contact. No, zero cock contact. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. That's way better. That's definitely no beast though. We're mad in the clear. Yeah, we yeah. even triple cleared it. No, triple clear. Definitely, in the definitely clear. no beast though. No beast though happening in this house. Um, the only other little fun annoying story was, and then we can get into the year end wrap up. Um, I get a fucking voicemail. It was like someone called at like 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning and they were from the passport office. So I'm finalizing my immigration for folks out there. It's the last step. And then I get a guy and he's like, so your guarantor, you have to put a guarantor. So I put obviously my partner, Tiffany. And he goes, her signature doesn't match the back of the photo that doesn't match the form that doesn't match her passport that's almost 10 years old. So they basically had to put it on pause and I had to redo all this shit. And I'm like, every single application along the way, I had to do twice. Every single major step of the way, I had to redo. So, of course, this is what I had to do. So, I'm like, so annoyed with this shit. Called up, was like, yo, is there a more logical way to do it? Obviously, her people's signature changed. Mine's a squiggle now, but it used to be a proper thing. So, like, it's not the same. If you go and compare it to my Australian passport, what I put on the form, it's not the same signature. So, Mm. they were like, no, there's no other way. You had to redo the photo. So, I had to go down... Go down to the shoppers, and then they go, oh, you're wearing a white tee. I was wearing this T-shirt. And they're like, oh, no, you can't wear white. So then I have to go back home, change. Oh, fuck off. Do the, do the fucking photo. Go back. Tiff had to practice it like a whole bunch of times. Like re- you have to reprint out one of the pages of the form that had the signature on it. Then I was like, okay, you got to check. When I went to apply in August, there was one place here that had a five and a half hour wait. And the other place had a three and a half hour wait. I'm like, let me see if I can get an appointment. So I had an appointment tomorrow at, in Cambridge, like another city, like half an hour, 45 minutes away. So then I was like, let me just try and go down. Cause it said 45 minute wait, um, at a local one here. So I printed it out, shift signed it, went down. The guy told me on the phone that you just call up when you rock up, you give them this number, this code thing, like a ticket number or whatever, and they put you to the, like, basically, you don't really have to wait. So they were like, uh, that's not totally true, but we can put you in priority. So I was like, I was like, how long's the wait? And she's like, oh, like 30 minutes. I'm like, no problem. So I get there, sit down, less than five minutes, boom, get called up. I'm like, fucking boom. The guy nice. was a G, probably like my age-ish, like 30s, early 40s. Bless you. And he... um. He was like, he saw it then. He was like, the problem was like when I did it, it wasn't like, unless you're traveling within like th- the next 30 days, you can go to Service Canada. You don't go to a passport office. So Service Canada people typically don't do passports because of this volume of people who needed them all of a sudden during COVID. Because all of a sudden people couldn't go anywhere, but they all wanted a passport. So like 
I went there. This guy was at a, at a passport office. So he was like, I'm able to verify it all. He goes, I'm pretty chill. The guy doing it is probably just busting your balls a bit and being a little serious. So the guy was chill as fuck. Ended up talking about World Cup, talking about funny French accents and shit. And like, he was super cool. Did it all through. He's like, you have a passport number by Wednesday and you should have it within the next week or two. I'm like, fucking oh, sick, cunt. Perfect. So I'm back in business. That's incredible. Because I haven't been able to leave. I just want to go to Buffalo and go to Trader Joe's, to be honest. That's really all I care about. So, you know, maybe we're considering going somewhere. Maybe just, I don't know, like, just doing something. I don't know. Because I haven't been able to. Go to Trinidad and Tobago. The small island there? It's kind of small. It's kind of small. Yeah. Oh, I went to uh, an apartment viewing today. Okay. But it was there were issues. It was it was nice. It was nice, but it was it was brand new. It was in Kipling. That was one of the big issues. It was a bit far, very far west, and uh, I wouldn't mind west. if it was far west if there was like more stuff to do. It was kind of like I went there, and the nicest thing was that building, and everything else was just like nothing. Just main road, a Popeyes, Burger King, Kipling and Blore. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Blow, literally right next to the station. Right yeah, next okay. To the station. I know where that is. There's like a, we went in our first Aussie grand final, we went to a pub there. There's like an Aussie pub or like some sort oh, of yeah. pub on that corner there. There's a few bars and stuff, but it's not, it's not like crazy. You'd probably have to get yeah, like, else. And like, it was a bit small, like way smaller than auntie's place. So then okay. I was just like, um, I was like, like I'm going to get the guy to contact me with more stuff. Cause I'm willing to visit places while I'm here. So. But yeah, uh, is it still too early? Visits. Is it too early though? Because mm-hmm. like, aren't you looking for like early? I, I, I need I need Mel to uh, whenever she gets a new job. Literally, it, it's not going to be too early. It's just as soon as she gets a new job. That's it. Oh, so she got to get a job here, and then she's going to be out. Okay. Yeah, then she'll be out. Okay, so it is. If you find something and it said February first, you're like, "Yep, cool." Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah, bro. Okay, sweet as yeah. well. Like, Holla, at least you know you got Nosh and, and Auntie in the city that they can, like, look for stuff for you and help out if need be. Nice. Look at that. Getting the fuck out of Quebec. Shouts to Quebec, but also, it's not the greatest place to live these days. Mm. Yeah. It's a little Exactly. Rough. So, last episode of the year, as we always do, we do the, uh, the wrap-up, the year-end wrap-up. We have a bunch of different categories, and we're just going to go through some of our favorite shit that, uh, you know, the year that was... A lot of it, at least the first part, is music. And I would hazard a guess that we probably listen to the least amount of new music on the pod and for the pod than we used to. Like, the last two years, we listened oh, to... Oh, easily. Easily. Lot. I'm looking like, at my list now and... Yeah. It was, it was harder to find stuff. So I went through... The easiest way to do this, I went through like the top albums and, from a, like five or six publications and pulled the ones that I eat that I had heard. And the ones I didn't, mm-hmm. I went through and listened to them today. So, mm-hmm. well, not all of them, to be fair, but most of them. Um, mm-hmm. To get as many as possible, and I would say we all kind of did the same thing. I just feel like we didn't listen to as much as... I was like, fuck, man, I really fronted on a lot of shit this year. So, let's go through. So, the first category is our top five albums of the year for hip-hop, like for rap music. Um, mm-hmm. Are we all going to say our top five? Yeah, I think we should all just go one at a time for this section and then okay. we'll go to the and next then if one. We have, uh, and, then, and then we discuss after if we have any uh, issues. Any issue thoughts? Yes. Okay, yeah. so uh, exactly. Dan, you start since um, 
you are the child here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, mine's in not particular, no particular order. Is that yes? Okay? No, completely. Mine weren't okay. either. So you're good. Okay. Cool. Uh, I have top five albums of the year: DJ Khaled, God Did, Nice One, Drake and Twenty One Savage, Her Loss, Pusha T, It's Almost Dry, Future, I Never Liked You, and Drake, Honestly, Never Mind. I put okay. that in the rap. That is what I uh, put as my top five. That's a pretty solid uh, top five right there. I don't think it's pretty top five. I think the push two one's easily fifth, but like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll all discuss them at length after then. So yes, your top five? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Your top, even if you don't have a full five as well, by the way, for anyone, like even if you say like you didn't listen to enough. Oh, or I had didn't. like a... Yeah, no, I swear that's got stuck. Okay. Yeah, run it. Run it, run it. Um, I'll do... I, yeah, I guess there's no real loose one, but my favorite, which would be number one, but the rest of them is going to be whatevs. Um, the top two actually are solidified. Here we go. So Nas and Hit Boys, King's Disease 3. That was just absolute, just a cracker. Mm-hmm. Um, my, de- my second is the the scene Smoke World by Toxic City 2. Let's go. Um, Absol's Herbert, uh, Kendrick's Mr. Morale and Big Steppers, and Pusha T. Good one. That's a good list. I was going to put my stuff as like a special mention. That's why I didn't write it down there. Because obviously it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, shit slaps. Fly Toxic City 2 is out now, by the way. Make sure you check that. I was talking to Smokeworld about being on this podcast, but he couldn't in the end, which worked out better because we had to do this. So we're going to get him on in the first, in January sometime, to talk about the project. Easier. Um, so for me, so what I did here, cause I hadn't really decided, I'm going to decide on my top five. I probably put like 10 or so down for each of these. So I'm going to decide on my like top five as I go here. So mm-hmm. I would say Kanye West, Donda two, uh, Nas and Hip Boy King's disease three, push it It's almost dry. Mm-hmm. DJ Khaled God did. And I'd probably say Drake and 21 Savage are lost. I think uh, I think those were some strong ones. Oh, yeah. So it sounds like we oh. had a pretty reasonable crossover. Obviously, special mention to Relentless Deluxe and Biotoxicity. Of course. Vibes. Um, let's talk about some of those projects. Any thoughts from you boys in general? Like, clearly, there's a bunch of them that we all enjoyed, um, some more than others. Um, obviously yes. God did was probably the most interesting and eclectic one, even though it got trashed. All the ones online were trashing it. Crazy though, because I thought it was very like, really great. Good. I listened to yeah. it to like to this day. I listened to yeah. a lot of the album to this day. When I first listened to it, it was like What'd you say, Nosh? Like it's definitely not shit. Yeah, it's not shit. Yeah. Oh, far from, far from. Like I listened to like, it. When I first listened to it, I was like because a lot of DJ Khaled's albums, because he just gets a bunch of random, like really good artists on the, the on an album, but it's like never really slaps like that. Yeah. But like this album was it was a slapper, like it was sick. Actually, I I fuck with every it was good. Um, my thing is, f- where is Future on your list? Notion. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm. I don't even know how to spell. I don't know how to spell Future, mate. Where's Navadius at? Navadius can't spell it. Where is he? <laughs> Where is old Nathan? Want, that album was up there. Keyboard. I feel you. I feel like there was a, that's, that's a definite, I almost put it in here for mine. I feel like there was a few other bangers that came in. Um, Metro Boomin's Heroes and Villains was also like a really good album yeah, that's that we listened a to a lot. Good album, yeah. Um, 
Uh, Quavo and Takeoff are only built for Infinity Links. Surprisingly, mm. like I really enjoyed that, and they're not my vibe at all. Mm. It was that's a, that's a solid tribute in the the title there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and I, honestly, bro, like I listened to. I think I said this on the pod, but I listened to him on Drink Champs, and this is before Takeoff passed and everything. And I was like, man, these guys are fucking not really what I thought they were. Like I was like, all right, I was wrong. Like you can't actually give a fuck and actually show respect to your. Uh, predecessors and takeoff was so significantly better than the rest of them like actually listening to the music i'm like wow he surprised me and it's really not shit and i really always thought that was shit so that album got a, a bunch of burn from me there was also uh, kendrick mr morale and the big steppers i noticed none of us put that in there yeah, Brad, I that. That was um, oh i'm yeah, sorry did i'm yeah. sorry i'm sorry Nosh. um gavis 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 well what's the thing we do <laughs> <laughs> tisk tisk. Um, that was an interesting one. Like, I feel like I listened to it once. I don't think I listened to it. I twice. listened to it once, and then when I listen to it again, I'm like, skip. So no, it's just that, that it's just a, it's one of those substance fucking albums from from Kenny, and you have to listen to it. It's not like the one of those joints you can listen to at a party. Unfortunately, I think it's a necessary album, but it's not like a quote unquote banger. It doesn't have any like huge, you know fucking singles like that so like his other albums like it's just it's like uh i don't know jay-z's 444 kind of got slept in the same way because it didn't have any like huge bangers but then it's like it's full of substance and like mm. maturity and the music so it's like it's, it's a different kind of I've, listen so i think it's a solo listen more so than a group party vibe listen but it's still notable and it's the pen game's disgusting and you can't fucking not note it I think Jay Z done it, but way, way better. Because I can list four, three, four again and again and again. But yeah, like, that's a, that's completely timeless. To but this one, this one's definitely a grower in the same sort of way, but not as not as good, I guess. But like as four forty four, but it's just still it's still really really good. I, I think I'm gonna right. I'm gonna say what everyone else doesn't want to say. Uh oh, the album was mediocre, guys. Let's be honest now, it was mediocre. It was it was fine. It was fine. Like, I, yeah. First listen, wow, Kendrick. Now I'm just like, uh, yeah. It's mediocre. It, it wasn't that good. I'm not a fan. I respect that. I feel like it's possible. I, I need to give it another listen or two to see for sure if it's just mediocre or if it's one of those projects that's a grower. Like, Dan, you said mm. CLB. Excuse me. Last year, coming into this year, was a grower. All of a sudden, like, mm. in the summer, you were like, yo, it slaps. Whereas, like... It wasn't hitting at first. So it could be, you know, six months, 12 months time. We might be like, oh, okay. Maybe he's just ahead of his time or something. Or maybe it is just average and we're giving him too much credit. I don't know. I guess we'll see on that one. Um, Another one, I put it in my top five. I think we almost all did was Pusha T. It's almost dry. I felt like it was a very patchy album. Like it wasn't brilliant. I I struggled to put that in. I I thought some songs were actually good. No, they were. um, But like... I did struggle to put it in. I think it was like, it just got in. Yeah. It just got in. It was, yeah. It's fine. It was squiggly, but it was It was, yeah, there was just a couple of, there was a bunch of like really, you know, weird flows and weird beats and stuff that I'm like, it's not it, man. It's not it. Like the one, the albums before was so much better. Like King Push and like, um, what was one after that? Fuck, I forgot the name. They were just like, they were just superior. This was this was cool. 
But what's the one with Kanye? The one with Kanye was incredible. Um, my God. Well, there, there, were two, there were which one though? There were two with Kanye. The one with Whitney Houston's bar, uh, Daytona. Actually, no, you know, I liked mm. both songs with Kanye. Mm. I meant the last album. So the last project, oh, no, not song. Sorry, last oh. album was superior. But I want to put it in there because Bush is still a G. Another one that I had on this list uh, as a potential was Corday from A Bird's Eye View that dropped in like January. That's probably why it would get forgotten. That's too bad. Mm. Um, which is pretty cool. And I know Donda 2, even though it was only released on the stem player, like it's... It was a. It was still a banger. It was. I actually really liked Donsu. I was debating between that and it's almost dry, but Donsu is clearly not a finished album. He hasn't got finished verses. Yeah. And like it's it's good. Like I do like it, but yeah, like some of the songs you listen to, he's just going no 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 no. Yeah. It's like it's, it's good, but it's like it's not finished album. So I feel like when I was looking at all these lists, trying to get ideas of what to write, because previously I'd write them all down in the notes and then we stopped doing the music thing so much. So I didn't have them at hand. So when I went and looked for it, I was like, there's so many albums that I'm, none of us probably listened to this year. And it just shows like, and from like pretty big artists, I was like, oh, wow, I missed all of this shit. And it's like, it's crazy. It, it was interesting just how much stuff came out that I just, yeah, didn't, give the time of day i'm like how are independent artists supposed to fucking get anywhere if all these bigger artists aren't even getting the share of uh listeners you know so it's it showed how competitive music is at least in hip-hop to me i was like fuck man like it's super tough but i feel like it was a relatively good year for for hip-hop music for rap music like yeah yeah when i look back at it it's like um the year wasn't as it wasn't that bad like at all it wasn't the best but we had a couple drake projects we had metro Boomin do music with future again we had stormzy drop we had dj khaled drop we had beyonce drop like it's it's like it's been a good year for music to be honest and kanye done the two yeah oh yeah i agree I'm, i'm pretty happy okay so that was the rap album if we've got no more to say on that um Keeping with the albums, R&B albums of the year. So, I mean, we're already really going to talk about hip-hop and R&B. I imagine none of us are really listening to much else, so it's kind of irrelevant. Um, mm-hmm. But top five R&B or soul or neo-soul, whatever you want to call it, uh, albums of the year. Uh, Uncle Dan, what do we got? Uh, yes, so I have, I have uh, Stormzy, This Is What I Mean, Beyonce, Renaissance, Drake, honestly, never mind. Again, I put that in both categories. Uh, the Weekend, Dawn FM, and Steve Lacey, Gemini Writes. But mm-hmm. a couple of them are uh, quite difficult for me because I don't listen to a lot of R&B. Like, it's quite difficult for me to put a couple of them albums in because there's like a couple songs that I like off that Weekend album. There's like that one song off that Steve Lacey album that I really like. And like, yeah. Like, it was hard, but, like, I'm quite happy with that list, to be honest. Okay. That's a pretty good list. Um, I like it. Nosh, what do you got there, little fella? There it is, mate. Um, fuck. That was, this was, yeah, I didn't listen to many of these albums, to be honest. Didn't didn't take a huge amount in, but definitely got to have uh, Lucky Day in there. Um, yeah. Stormzy was unexpected. I don't know why it was in the R&B category, but I get it. I'll explain. Like, it's just, Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stormzy was fire. Um, very different. It's, it's like it's like his version of like you know doing heart, my heart on my sleeve shit. Like it was just kind of like that vibe to me, which I thought was really cool. Um, fucking the Scissor album was okay. 
Um, I didn't hear, I think I only heard like a couple songs off the Ari Lennox joint. I want to hear all that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I listened to. And there's other ones like, you know, I listened to the Drake, honestly, never mind, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I've listened to it again, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing else really huge to report from that end for me, mate. Okay, respect. Um, I probably listen to way, way more R&B than hip hop just because it's like, I've talked about it before, but whatever. If I go to do shit, like during the day, whatever, you can't put rap on because you can't do things when you're dealing with words and emails and stuff. Like it just doesn't work. So in the car, we'll switch it up. But Tiff tends to like R&B. So like if I'm there and she's with me, then it's like, well, that's what you end up listening to. So Lucky Day, Candy Drip, for sure. If I had to even choose an album of the year for R&B, like easily hands down that one for me. Um, Give On, Give or Take was phenomenal. Um, Drake, honestly, never mind. Hated it at first and then really grew to like it. We listened to it a lot in the summer. Um, Amber Mark, Three Dimensions Deep, big, big fan of her. And for a fifth, I would probably slide in right last minute would be Scissor SOS. Uh, I, that one, and I know no, you and I were talking about it after last episode when I was kind of shitting on it and you said you'll take a listen. I listened to it like two, three times, and now I really like it. I think what happened was couldn't really hear it properly, and I it went on shuffle or something in the car the first time I listened to it. So it wasn't in the right order that it was intended. Right. So the more I listened to it, the more I enjoyed it. Um, so definitely vibe yeah. that one right now. I, I heard the album was incredible. I, know, I haven't listened to it. I want to probably listen to it on the way to you when I drive up. Okay. But like I heard it is, it's so good. I heard it's like really good. I don't know if I'd say incredible, but it's it's pretty good. Like it's pretty sick. Like, yeah. To make it, I think you'll enjoy it. And there's a couple weird like left field songs on there. Like one's like a white girl folk. The other one is kind of like some like rock shit. It's it's very very strange. Some of the directions, okay. but overall, it was it was a pretty pretty dope album. Um, nice. And to answer the question from before, I put Stormzy in here because. It was, I think, if you look at the volume of rap verses on there, it's probably the same mm-hmm. amount as honestly, never mind. Really, like Stormzy, there's most songs yeah, he didn't rap yeah. on, he just didn't. So I was like, You didn't, didn't rap, know. yeah, yeah. I would say, like, I can't remember how many songs, it must be less than 30% of the whole album is rap for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. like, and I think honestly, never mind, Drake had the Jimmy Cook song, whatever, on the end, which is a rap song, and I think there was one verse on the rest of the songs, and that was it. So, like, to me, that is closer to the R&B category. I thought that was just fair. So that's why I put that one in there. Um, none of us had Beyonce, but I can't see any of us really being Beyonce fans. You're kind of like exposed to it. From... I put Beyonce. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. See, I, I keep Beyonce. getting it wrong. Why do I keep getting it wrong? Fucking crazy. Um, listening sure. to me. Yeah. It's, uh... No, it, it was, I, I enjoyed Beyonce's thing. It was just like, it was a big debate if, if she didn't matter than Drake. Like I just don't think she did. <laughs> I just don't think she has as bad drink at all. But like, it, it was it was it was good. I actually did enjoy some of the songs. Totally Shame cool. they're all over take. They're all over take. Yeah, tech, so you can't really to that's what I was gonna say. Like, like you, you could have, you kind of forced to hear most of it, or at least yeah, the, yeah. the one that everyone does that stupid dance to, where they get like ten people and stuff to do it. It's mm. uh, not how much about. like you love dancing. See, you know, you know, dancing and pointing do- on TikTok. Make your own, uh, make your own dance up, and then do it during the intro of like our first show of next year. Right. Do it. I'm right. gonna point at the corner of the squ- of the frame that we're in. Okay, I like that. You're you're thinking, man. You're a marketer. I don't know. I like I do it. something. I fucking like it, man. Um, I fucking like you. 
The other another cool album was um, Good Morning Gorgeous from Mary J. Blige. It was a, a banger too. I didn't give that the attention that it deserved to mm. make it. And Ari Lennox, I was going to say, um, no, so you heard a couple songs. The only thing was, it's like the more I listened to it, the less I liked it. And she I just, uh, she's always just corny to me. Like her lyrics are so whack all the time. She has so much potential, but they keep doing songs that don't work for her voice and her range. And then whoever the fuck is writing her lyrics is probably her, I guess. But it's not it, my guys. It's not it. I just it's I not don't. It. Yeah, and I just see how crazy she is on Twitter all the time and stuff. I'm like, you know, not shaming if she has any mental health issues. I don't believe so, but like it's it's a little much. I don't know. It just didn't work. I feel like there were superior projects this year. Army was doing right? Fuck. I know. Shame. Don't like saying that. But Give Young Tiff was playing the fucking tits out of Give Young. And it's it's kind of brilliant. Like it's like when you actually hear the songs, you probably would have heard a bunch of them, but not all of them. Um, when you hear them like in this run, he's just got this such an incredible voice that all so well it's um, um, produced. It's almost like it's a more soulful black version of Sam Smith type shit. Like a lot of the times they're really, really good. So there's actually one or two songs that even sounded like Sam Smith. I think he might've even wrote it because we were listening to it. Like that fucking sounds like him. And we Googled it and found that he did write it, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I feel like R&B. Truth. Yeah, R&B was good. Good year for R&B. Um, very cool. Nice. So oh, now we're doing songs of the year. So top mm. songs. I put, I mean, top five songs, but top whatever, because maybe you didn't love mm. five songs uh, for rap, hip-hop, rap music, hip-hop, whatever you want to call it. Um, Daniel. Okay. There is a uh, one artist which is online quite a few times. Um, Drake. Um, oh. <laughs> and there's no Navadius actually. I should have put him in. I yeah. Forgot, actually. Fucked up. Uh, actually, DJ Khaled, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay Z. God did. That was a fucking sick song. Um, Big Jim. DJ. Big Jim. Uh, what else have I got? Drake, Twenty One Savage, and Travis Scott. Pussy and mean, uh, Millions. Penis and Millions. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, okay. The game. Uh, featuring Kanye, uh, Easy, uh, Bang Drake and Twenty One Savage, Broke Boys, and Drake Middle of the Ocean. Okay, lots of drizzly. Um, drizzly. Love it. Nurse, where you got any uh, any slappers? I uh, didn't have a specific list of this, so I kind of just uh, yeah, I'm gonna just jack a bit of yours, but also um, oh, anything that was on, um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I'm going to say anything that was on the King's Disease Three would be, yeah, good on this list. Ah, there's yeah. a few fucking slappers on that shit. Yeah, that could fill the top five, no worries. So, yeah, I'll just go with that. I, like was, that. I just didn't have a specific list, so. But I agree with what you said. But I'll let you say what you said. No, okay, I'll, I'll run that. So, um, you mentioned as well. You listened to uh, Herbert from Absol. I'm about two thirds of the way through. I was trying to listen to it before this to see. I don't, yeah. I, I'm really impressed with some of these joints. There's one called Good Man with Punch. It's just like, I'm listening to this shit. I'm like, this is the music we would make. And I really didn't think I'm so. Yeah, he's super good. He's like, good it's rapper. really good. Like, it's fucking really impressive stuff. So, like, I wouldn't get so that So, my, my top five songs would yeah. be then, I'd say anything from, from King's Disease 3, from Herbert, and from It's Almost Dry would fill my top five easily. Perfect. Like, you can take, take like uh, two songs from each. That'll be a sixer, six cheeky. And the future, okay. the future album. Oh, so. and then future would be the fill the bottom section just to 
just for fun, just for you, just for you. Because you love him. Any other word? Yeah. 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 You know, I love you. I love you more than I love future. But you know. That's nice. That's sweet. That's kind. Oh. Yeah. You're so nice. You're so nice. Oh. You love you. <laughs> um, all right, you homos. But yes, yeah, so I had the number one song of the year for oh. me was God Did from uh, DJ Khaled, uh, Ross, Wayne, and Jay. Uh, go, no, she's mm-hmm. choking, choking over there. Um, I yeah. would say Yay, True Love from Donda 2. Uh, that was a great song. Such a good song with the um, great verse and the X triple X sample. Oh, actually, sorry, not a sample, an original chorus that they did. Original really chorus. Uh, I would say uh, The Game, Easy, featuring Ye as well. Uh, Pusha T, I Diet actually Coke. Love yeah, it's a fucking, it's, it's really good. It's a good. fucking slap, right? That, that game song is great. Both verses are, are fantastic. It's just Both verses cool are incredible. Mm. Um, obviously, the Pete Davidson disc is pretty funny. Um Pusha T, Diet Coke, that was the first single. I still think that's probably the best song off the album, even though it was like a 15-year-old beat from 88 Keys, which is crazy. Yep. And uh, big underrated one, Benny the Butcher featuring J. Cole, Johnny P's Caddy. It's uh, a spectacular verse from both of the guys, but Cole specifically is probably that verse and Jay's verse on God Did would be my two verses of the year for sure. Like spectacular. Mm. Um, I'm sure there were 800 million other incredible rap songs that, um, oh, I had a discovery of the year. I'm going to add this in right now. Um, uh, a bunch of other songs that we just missed. And once again, like, I feel like we just didn't consume new music as much. It felt a little overwhelming. It was just with the sheer volume of stuff that's coming out. It's just impossible to keep up, man. Like you just can't, you got to be listening to music 24 hours a day to even remotely keep up. So it's, um, Facts. Yeah, I feel like was, was, Would you say your favorite song off that is the DJ Khaled one? Off which project? The top songs uh, of the year. Yeah, yeah. They, they came up in my Spotify wrapped. It was God Did. It was the song I played the most. So, oh, interesting. I listened to the album a lot. That's why I was surprised when people were shitting on it. Because, like, even the song with Scissor called Beautiful is like Scissor and yeah, that's a great Future, song. I think. It's fucking incredible. That actually should. Yeah. Be, I should write that right here, actually, in my R&B songs of the year. Um, oh, yeah, I could have put that. Yeah, so... Oh, is this still time? We haven't said it yet. But yeah, either way, oh, yeah, there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a whole lot of uh, really great stuff that dropped this year, so we probably, once again, people will be like, yo, what about this, what about this, what about this? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we're a little limited in our scope, I think, but there's some mm-hmm. bangs. So that's rapidly rap songs, so R&B songs. Um, might be it sounded like you know you guys went all over it like maybe I was but uh, Dan what you got uh, I actually got an easy five for the R&B things because a lot of the rap albums had these like a couple R&B songs uh, or like like people dropped a couple R&B singles so like it was a uh, it's pretty easy for me to put this actually okay. but uh, mine were Future and Drake Wait For You great one uh Drake massive, but I don't know if you, if I could include that. It's in That's mind. my only thing. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Drake and Twenty One Savage spin spin about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Future love you better, and Steve Lacey bad habits. Okay, that's my Steve-o. top five. All right, Steve, all right, fucking Steve, coming in with the cheeky fucking dub. All right, all right. Um, no dog. That's cheeky. Um, yeah, I didn't have anything for this, but I'm going to put my single. Um, I did a house, hey. a house song. Really. 
Hearts produced track by me uh, called Since Never. So I'm going to put that one as my top one, two, three, four, and five. I think it's Ooh, fucking fair. That's that good. That's slapperoo. That is, mate. Go grab that notion.bandcamp.com. Go fucking get that in your dick hole, mate. Right. Mm. Have a game, man. Just fucking shelf a gug and go to the club. Have a nice time. Throw a notion a little buck, a little dollar, you know, fucking mm-hmm. keep it moving. You bloody legends. Yeah, get some Uber fare and we're on your way. Let's go. So Let's go. I would probably have uh I just I'm being a little lazy and it's almost like pulling my favorite songs from some of the other better R and B albums of the year. So give you on another heartbreak, Drake Massive, Lucky Day, NWA with Lil Dirk. Um, excuse me, Amber Mark, what it is, and probably DJ Khaled and Scissor, and I, I think it was Future Beautiful. Mm. Um, I thought there a lot of good songs this year, but nothing like incredibly memorable enough for me to bring it back up. And I, I don't know if that's like a like a statement on music today. Like, is mm. is everything so transient that you just kind of listen to it once and then forget about it? Like, it's like yeah, maybe like everyone's favorite has to be just like might be like the like super underground song of that album you know very unsung song but i don't know like i feel like one of the ones which were like two of the ones that are super big sorry are drake massive and the wait for you track those are like the super big r&b ones but other than that yeah i think i feel like there was nothing that big for r&b not that i can think of off the dome i feel like maybe it's just because it happened recently but people were losing their tits over scissor which is fair because i think she yeah, hadn't dropped yeah. since 2017 so it's like five yeah. years control was then so it's a bigger deal i thought give might have been a bit more of a stronger burn but i almost feel like he was sort of in the back and they're just doing his thing like like the r&b fans get hold of it and they just kind of rock with it as opposed mm-hmm. to like going everywhere because that's the problem right you got stuff like drake and beyonce and whatever or anything that's a single gets picked up on social, like whether it's TikTok or fucking Instagram or whatever, mm-hmm. then it's like everywhere. And then it just becomes annoying. You can't go and enjoy that song now. Yeah, it becomes washed out after a while. So It's the same as like what would just, happen if it was on radio back in the day, back when radio. Yeah, yeah. And back in 90. Back when radio mattered. Good, 98. Good times. What a year. Great, great year. Noriega's yeah, favorite year. I remember that year. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, yeah it makes sense. You I remember. Too. Killer of a year, killer of a year. So uh, yeah, I feel like that's a, that's a whole other conversation as far as like the consumption of music and shit. Um, mm-hmm. With that, does anyone have? And this is not like a mandatory thing. Do anyone have like an MVP, like an artist of the year that really was a standout wherever you heard them this year? Like, I have a list of three who I thought were really good. Okay. And one of them is quite controversial. And even I'm not even sure if I believe it, but then I'm kind of looking into it and I'm kind of seeing him on loads of these features and I'm just like, he makes these songs better. Right. So mine are Drake. Obviously he dropped two albums. Both were amazing. And uh, all the features he he was on as well were were great. So there's that. And uh, I feel like Future was... Had a great year. His song on the DJ Khaled album was great. His album was great. Uh, yeah, his album was incredible. I really liked him a lot. Yeah. And my other one is Twenty One Savage. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. I feel like all the features he is on 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 her loss and on the Metro Boomin album are great. 
I feel like they're they're great. Like they're they I don't think they're shit at all. Like I used to listen to songs where he was on it, and I was like, oh, I don't think I can listen to it. It's like I just can't. I can really stand his music. Mm. But like I thought on the features this year of the two albums where he was on like a lot of the songs, like he he was great. Like I really thought he was really good. That is why that's I put him there. Okay, I don't necessarily think that's unfair at all. And Drake and him both admitted to helping each other write the verses. So I think that could also be why he shit on her loss is significantly tight. Like every time I hear him rap, I start to get ready to cringe. And then I was like, oh, that wasn't shit. That was all right. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think that makes Very the surprising. album better. Super surprising, but yeah. also it makes more sense knowing that they, like they said they helped each other. So maybe like he helped Drake dumb it down or something and made it simpler. Because Drake has bars, you know, uh, contrary yeah. to maybe popular belief, like Drake is an impeccable writer. He does write a lot. Mm. He just has other people write for him too. So it's like you can't front on his pen. So he might be, you know, might have been going to try. I don't know what he would have contributed, or maybe just, you know, he's from Atlanta. He says words that Drake wouldn't use, maybe just to suggest something fun. But um, yeah, that yeah. could definitely be like the dumbing it down. Of stuff instead of making a verse like super complex, it's just kind of like just say this one word instead. I hundred percent think that could be it. Yeah, yeah, which is dope. Uh, Nosh, any MVP or artist of the year that stands out to you? Nas, just killed it. I'm just so happy with the album. That just gives me life. Inspires me to make more beats like Hit Boy. I did not like him just like do my own, just keep doing what I'm doing because that's kind of. I mean, he makes incredible shit, and it's like I need to. It makes me want to set my game up in both my production and my, you know, my pen game. So yeah, that's a that's probably the absolute forefront of praise for me for the whole year. Okay, I love that. That's a that's a really good one. Um, love it. Oh, I just had I just wrote down the three that I thought were probably like yay for you could say the artist because he did drop a bunch of stuff, a bunch of features, the album and stuff. Lucky day because I, I know to me that was probably my favorite album of the year. Uh, I feel like he popped up on a few features. He was on Ari Lennox's album and a few other spots. And I was—I don't know why I put, wrote this down. I just thought maybe because everyone's losing their shit like Scissor. But it's not even really for me. It's more like what did she achieve this year? So it might mm. be a, that might be a little premature. Um, I feel like those were all really good answers. It's a little tough because I feel like no one like dominated, and it's kind of hard to say someone that oh, isn't like yeah. Drake or someone or Beyonce or whatever the fuck. Like they're all so big and they just dominate the conversation so heavily. It's like hard to be to justify someone else. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like it was so hard to put anyone else. Like I even when I look at my top like my top ten album um top ten sorry top ten songs on my replay, they are there are four artists on the top ten. Yeah. So it's so hard. Like, even if I go down to top 20, there's only still four artists. And I go up to the top 30, there's four artists. No, now there's five artists. Like, no, sorry, no, seven, eight. Yeah, now it goes to like 10 artists. Yeah. But like, for my top 30, to only have 10 artists in. My top 20 to only have like six artists. Like, yeah. Yeah, it shows a lot than what the listening habits. It's very. It's exactly. very different. And I think it shows the value of music and what it does overall for a career. And I think it's like makes it harder for musicians to just want to do music because it seems like it's just one small part. If you can crack it, it'll get you like up 
uh, boost your profile. Yeah. You ride that for a little bit, and in the meantime, you make sure you plan other things, whether it's like other businesses, get into acting, get into get sponsors, commercials, something to keep the money because music's not going to pay the bills, like mm-hmm. for anyone but the point zero 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 one percent type shit. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's tougher than ever now, which is an interesting thing to see that. Um, I kind of spoiled this one before, but uh, was it like verses of the year or verse of the year? Um, I said the two that I mm-hmm. had, which were Jay Z on God Did and J Cole on Johnny Peace Caddy. Those are my two personal favorites. But were there other like fucking insane verses that y'all heard this year? Uh, for me, I also had those two: the J and the uh, J and the J, the J and J. <laughs> and uh, I also had uh, Stormzy. Mel made me do it. Mm-hmm. I had Drake Middle of the Ocean because he's that is such a ridiculously good song. I, I I'm on a lot of like the when I go on Twitter and I go on Reddit, people say that's like the best Drake song of like the 20th century or something. Like people say it's insane. Okay. Like it, it is it's such a good song. It is one of his best for years. So like uh, that verse, the verse on that is great because it hasn't got a hook as well. So it's similar to the yeah, Stormzy song where there's no hook. He just goes straight in. So great. There's that one and the Drake on Churchill Downs. But I don't know if I if I just love it because it's really good, or I love it because Jack Harlow's verse is so hilariously bad that Drake just absolutely schools him. Like yeah, and it wasn't even so, that good. It wasn't even peak Drake. Like it wasn't even. Like, yeah, it wasn't peak Drake. It was good. It was fun. It was fun. But like, I feel yeah. like Jack Carlo's verse, whenever I listen to it, it's so funny. When he says the bar about his grandpa wouldn't like it if he had a hundred grand, so he wouldn't show him a hundred grand. I'm just like, what? Yeah. I'm just still like, what, what are you he saying? He was trying to be Drake so bad on that so verse. So hard. Like, that's, that- what, that's the thing is that I don't mind listening to it because I actually think about it and I actually compare it to Drake. It's so funny. Because you it can tell just, that's what he's doing. Oh my god, yeah, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. And then when Drake comes and does the actual Drake thing, it's like proper. proper. It's interesting. Proper. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. I don't want to shit on Jack too much because I do like him, but like this album's yeah, whole like era of stuff, not not excuse me, not the one. So we'll see what he does next. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. Stormzy was great. Well. Stormzy was a great addition because that was fucking fire. That one, like, mm-hmm. like a ten minute verse type shit. When it was yeah. Um, did you have any to add to that, Nosh? Any verses? Pretty much. I mean, man, everything you mentioned, Dan, was fire. Um, pretty much, again, everything on King's Disease 3 and by Toxic Seed 2. That's it. Let's go. That was Sky a little Pons more in the bar set like, than Relentless. I definitely listened to that, and I'm like listening to it now. It's on like Spotify and putting it on a little bit. I'm like, man, it's, it's sick. I'm really proud of it. Like, man, it's got buzz. Like, every, like I'm going to make some Instagram captions out of uh, Buy Toxic City too. Do you think it's Instagrammable? Because that's the only way you can get anywhere. You think I'm like the 22-year-old, you know, clubbing chicks are going to be shocked? Like, oh, that's cute. That's so fucking cute. All that's right. fucking cute. Thank you. Um, all right. So one that I was about to dash this thing because I couldn't really think of anything as we were talking over text, but I just thought of someone now. The best discovery of the year, like an artist or something that you discovered this year that was like, that's fucking sick. And I, I don't know if you guys have anything. I, my understanding was that you didn't. Is that? I figured out something. Oh, all right. That I actually really like house music. 
And I thought for years it was shit, like so shit. And then when I think about listening to music now, I feel like I listen to it very differently. Okay. And I feel like certain music fits in certain spaces and I, I'm not comparing everything to the best. I'm not comparing like future to like the greatest peak Eminem verse. Like I'm not comparing that. I'm not comparing house music to hip hop music. And like, and I listen to it in its own space and house music is actually fire. Like, and that is my discovery of the year. That's Let's be real. It's because you heard my, heard my single since never. Is that, is that what? Available. In that that was probably when I discovered it was actually incredible. That was probably, mm, yeah. that was a turning point. Makes sense. Changed my life. That makes sense. Yeah, if only it was Thanks, available man. at notion.bandcamp.com for purchase for one dollar right now. Just, I mean, that, if if only, if only in a perfect world. That's where you it would could be. go on the website. And check. It'd be worth taking a quick look just to see if it's there. But yeah, that would be just a check. Just, What's just the website? Uh, notion.bandcamp.com. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Go, go grab that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, man. Um, yeah. So that's a great discovery, and I think I speak for if you didn't have one notion, do you have one? Um. Because I have one that would apply to you as well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay, shoot. Uh, I, we discovered this gentleman by the name of Piff Marty on Instagram. Ah. I feel like you'd feel me. And he, we worked yeah. with him with one of our clients. I think Tiff found him and he worked with one of our clients and he was so, he's such a professional. So he's a, an MC, he's a rapper, but I, he's also like a marketer. And if I don't know if he works there now, but he used to or does work for Gary V's Vayner Media, so the um, uh, his agency. So the way he approaches his music is straightforward, and he's got a pretty interesting style, which I do like. It's not like my favorite thing about him, though. Like the music's cool, um, but it's his approach to social. So he doesn't do any real music videos, like real meaning everything he uses his phone for, like every single thing you see is his phone so he shoots all these videos on a phone and captions them and he does these things where maybe he's sitting in like a studio and you have his mic he'll just say things and caption it up it's just like a really in like tips for artists and all this stuff so he's got like i don't know where he was when we found him but he's pushing 200k i think on instagram or something like that like definitely in the 100ks and um doing a lot of brand deals, you know, saying even small things like saying to artists, you know, you look at Spotify rap, don't compare your Spotify rap to an artist who had help. So if you didn't have help, but like I didn't have help. So I can't look at my numbers and go to the person who had a PR who got them in complex and got them on rap caviar. And they have millions of plays and blah, blah, blah. Like it's not like, it's not the same. It's not equivalent and it's not fair to compare yourself. So just shit like that, drop a little gems for artists to, you know, I yeah. thought it was really interesting and I just liked the way he approaches and he was a good dude for many dealings that I had with him for the client stuff. Um, no, I just fuck with his shit. I think he's great. It's a great example. Yeah. So it was good. So Dan likes house and uh, go follow at Piff, P-I-F-F-M-A-R-T-I. Go check him out and um, fucking, you know, look at his gems. Let him know we sent you, which is great. So another thing I had was, and I didn't really have that much. I had one idea, but disappointment of the year. What was the thing that disappointed you the most? Um, mm. Did I, I think four? Oh, I oh see my. yours. I think I feel like you could run this down because you've added some. To Not enough real shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Not all, enough that's real shit. That's a big one. Now I'm just being, uh, I'm being uh, old, be, <laughs> old and grumpy. Be real. For me, the Stormzy album, yeah, I agree with your point completely. 
Could you like, express it's that? It's good because it's it's okay. Stormzy's album is essentially just being R and B, and there's like barely any rap. But like very I unexpected. Yeah, it's the fact it's unexpected. It's not that I think it's shit R and B. I think it's a yes. great album. Yes, I just wish after, especially after he released mm. "Mel Made Me Do It," he 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 set us up for the wrong like. thing. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. Set the like expectations that. to this ten-minute bar yeah. fucking fest, and then gave us this real soulful gospel fucking singing album where he's got like three verses yeah. on the whole thing. It just it doesn't add up. I didn't think of it like that. That's a really good point. The setup was the main thing. Because then it went, mm-hmm. if he went and dropped the fucking thing where he was a, a video or something, a pre single or whatever, because that Mel made me do it's not even on the album. It was just yeah, like, it's not of, even on the album, and I'm just like, oh. It's just God. one of those things. But if he went and dropped something that was similar vein to what's on the album, then he, then you'd be like, oh, okay, this is, it's like Drake dropping, honestly, never mind. And we're all like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Type shit. But it ended up being good. It's not that it's not, like you said, it's not that it's not good. It's just, you didn't prepare us, buddy. Exactly, that's that. That was the main thing. That was the main thing. There was yes. that. There was the fact Jack Carlo's album was mediocre. After all the hype, yeah. and after me thinking he was just this TikTok guy, and then only to discover he was actually like a really fucking good rapper. Yes. And then to, for him to drop that album, that was hugely disappointing for me personally. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, it was big. Yeah. I think I don't want to shit on yeah. him because I don't dislike him at all, but that album was not it. And I think the sales and people's response to it were kind of uh, echoing that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, another one I had was, so you see the second song on the DJ Khaled album, which is Use This Gospel Remix with Eminem? Yes. That song is so fucking shit. I don't give a fuck. That song is the worst thing <laughs> ever. Why did he do that? Why did, and, and I blame Eminem completely. And it was and great producing. Like the song on the original um, album, what was the album again? Jesus is King. Uh, Jesus is King. That song is one of the best songs on the album. It's so good. It's incredible. It's so good. And now you're telling me you're going to switch up the instrumental and put Eminem on that. Eminem was so shit on it. I just, I just, Oh my god, it was so bad. It was unnecessary um, for such a soulful, beautiful song. Yeah, it wasn't the move. But it was not the move. It was so it's cool bad. to see them all working together, but it, yeah, it's new Eminem. I, everyone loves him, but it, uh, do we need to keep hearing it? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Continue. So my final one was yeah, my point about Kendrick Lamar's album having no replay value. Yeah, that was one of mine. Which is like, yeah, once again, not a shit album. It's, I don't think it's an unfair call to say that. I think it's uh, Mm. like people probably um, would agree with that. It's, we'll see. It's one of those ones where like, we'll see, we'll see. But yes, I think that's a pretty common thing. Um, I think those are pretty fair disappointments of the year. I, I, I agree with all of those. Um, then we have moving on from that now positive tip just moments of the year so we've got um i've got this one list of uh, i guess we gotta you know pay respect to the people who passed this year that we talked about so maybe i'll just read out a few names oh fucking hell this is 92 different people on this list to have wow. so oh, shit i'll just flick through as quick as i can and not and pull out the ones that would matter to 
the, the audience in this space in this space yeah. so there's that guy um that twit dj twitch on ellen who um killed yeah. himself last week or whatever um i didn't know who he was but super sad uh kirsty alley and uh, actress that we watched um growing up oh wow this are you serious so i didn't absolutely full respect but there's a guy a, a baseball player from the 60s his name is gaylord perry and he passed i just yeah, just like I'm sorry, Gaylord. I'm sorry. Um, That's right. It's the best name of all time. Uh, this lady, Irene Cara, who's like a singer who got like sampled. Oh, the Flashdance chick who did that song. Okay. Um, which was a pretty crazy one. While I'm looking, oh, Aaron Carter. That was fucked up. Take off. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, or I recall. Um, Oh yeah, that gay dude, Leslie Jordan. I say gay dude because his whole thing was that hilarious voice. He's, you know him, this guy. Uh, he had like a whole bunch of funny videos and stuff. Like, oh yeah, he was really funny. Um, that's a shame. I didn't realize he passed. Um, Robbie Coltrane. Um, what's the name of the um, uh, Harry Potter Hagrid? Harry Potter. Oh yeah, Hagrid. Hagrid yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Coolio. Spion. Which Dang. is, I forgot about that for a second. See how much fucking life, man, it just like, like gets you completely distracted from everything. You got all these people who are like just legends just passing and, you know. Oh, hey, Queen Elizabeth? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Mikhail Gorbachev, the old Russian president there. Oh, Anne Heche, um, the actress who was uh, Ellen's partner. Um, Olivia Newton-John, Issey Miyaki, the guy from the, the fashion designer dude, um, Bill Russell, NBA player. Oh, what? Um, I'm trying to see, there's a lot of like folks that are all, when they're posting them, they're all like black and white photos, like mad old that we wouldn't know. Oh, Ivana Trump, like Ivanka Trump's mother, like Trump's ex. Um, James Khan, actor. Remember him? Maybe. James Khan. Name rings a bell. Oh, Ray Liotta. Shit. This is some of the things you're like, oh, fuck, these mans died this year. That's fucking crazy. Um, That's insane. Oh, I'm skipping through a whole bunch. There's a bunch of like politicians. Um, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. He's an actor. You know him if you see his face. Um, George Costanza's mother on, on uh, Seinfeld, like the actress. Right. Um. Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. I forgot about that too. Yeah, drama. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Madeline Albright, who was the Secretary of State, I remember the name, in America. Uh, wrestling legend Scott Hall, aka Razor Raymond or Ramon. Do you guys know? Ramon. 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 Yeah, Razor Ramon, yeah. I have yeah. no idea. Um, awesome. A couple of blokes on Sesame Street, um, which is crazy. They've been putting that. I feel like that. Might be the takeoff. Takeoff. I said that earlier. Yeah, Betty Davis, who was a singer as well. Um, yeah, takeoff was more of the. See, you remember like the newer ones, but you don't remember the maybe the ones that happened a little while ago. Oh fuck! Just give me mm. an ad. All right, the thing stopped working, so I'll stop there. Just if I miss anybody, uh, apologies. So there Sorry, was that yeah. moment of the year. Should we do that? Um, the BuzzFeed list that we had. Dan, or do you want to, should we go through the other stuff first? 
and I'll yeah, well, it's up to you. I haven't g- gone through the entire BuzzFeed list, so okay. you can if you want. Um, okay. But I have other stuff. Okay, maybe start going through your stuff, and I'll pull up that list okay. and just sort of scan through it as we're talking, so that I can like pull up, so we don't have to waste time looking at uh, okay. any whack shit. Okay. Um, um, I have. Um, so I guess yay first the, and foremost. Yeah, yeah, yay is. Uh, a big one. Everything about what he's doing this year has just been a whole moment. Yeah. A whole big uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to say. It's Mad- just, just madness. Just, just madness. Like, I just, yeah. There's, there's that. Yep. Um, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. Yeah. That's oh, true. fuck. That's probably like the, got to be the most intense moment that, of the year. That might be the like the craziest yeah. thing. Easily. When was it? Like, when are the uh, Oscars? Yeah. Start of the year, right? That's usually award season, like February, March, maybe. Start of the year, I believe, yeah. So that's, that's a crazy that. way to kick it off. Yep. That was insanity. I couldn't believe it. I, I always remember when I received a text from either you or Tiff saying, like, show me this video. Uh, I was just like, I could not believe it. Like, yeah. I I lost yes. my mind. Like, it was right after the podcast, too. So it was a Sunday. Yeah, night. yeah. Um, I remember it was a Sunday night. In second. It's just crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Um, the best World Cup ever, in my opinion. The, Insane. The best World Cup I think I've ever seen. The Messi, Messi winning it was the best thing ever. I think he, his performance was the best performance I've seen from an individual ever in any tournament. Like, it was just incredible and for the final to go 2-0 Argentina then 2-2 then 3-3 in extra time then penalties insane like I've, I've never seen a World Cup like that like best. It, 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 it was the best it, it was the best like so good um, everyone was creaming I didn't watch it but I heard good things you watched your boy there which boy Hutchinson Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched him uh, shout to Atiba um, at the beginning, but yeah, I didn't watch the. Everyone was creaming over the final. Probably should have watched it in hindsight. Yeah. It sounded sounded actually pretty fun. Just lit, so good. I messed up. Um, Let's watch it on Christmas Day instead of trash TV. Hey, uh, can we do both? Ole, ole. <laughs> no shit. Sure. Like a, a uh, condensed game. Yeah, that's uh, not a bad idea. Just the highlights. Sorry, go, Daniel. It's okay. I have uh, Liz Truss being Prime Minister of England for 45 days. Yes, that's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I remember her getting uh, appointed and then just so many videos of her surfaced, of her being like like really stupid, like really dumb. Like they'd ask her like simple math questions or just like she just wouldn't know what to do. Like she's so stupid. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, there so was that. Was crazy. Uh, a recent one was, was apparently his footage of Gunner snitching, uh, which is a big one. Giraffe. Big one. And I've seen uh, 6 9 he put out uh, an Instagram post addressing it, saying, You guys can't, can't like call me a snitch. You haven't lived this lifestyle. Look at this snitch here, Gunner, blah, blah, blah. It's quite funny. Uh, Chat 6 9 There's that. Staying relevant. There was the. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. The. 21 Savage and Drake album rollout. The whole thing was just 10 out of 10. Like the the rollout was so good. It really was. Such a good rollout. 
Hilarious the um, whole time. Yeah, literally the fake skits, the fake SNL, the fake uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, Vogue cover, and they got sued for it. The fake Tiny Desk, Tiny uh, Desk, the fake Howard yeah. Stern interview, Howard yeah, Stern, and the That's stuff funny. that Drake was so saying funny. on it. Like it was just so funny. Yeah, they did really so funny. And uh, J Cole becoming a professional basketball player. Un- unpredictable. True. Playing, in, playing in Scarborough. There you go. Playing in Scarborough. Still playing there, yeah. Let's go. Go, uh, Jermaine. No, those, are, those are my moments. Uh, okay. Of the air. I love that. Um, I had the uh, Atlanta finish the TV show, and the last series was just the fucking weirdest shit. It just wasn't slapping at all. Oh, was I good? thought. No, I was like, we were like really really shocked with that shit like really like that's a shame yeah it just like i've watched a few episodes and i want to like fully mm. watch it properly but that's it's worth it for sure it's worth watching it's just the last season it's because it kept like um it kept like changing between things so there'd be one episode where it would continue the same story which is like childish gambino and you know his cousin who's the rapper yeah, yeah, and doing yeah. stuff and then it would go to this like just random story just about a, oh, a, a kid, a white family, rich white family, whose Trinidadian nanny died, and then the kids talk in Trini, and they went to the funeral. And the whole thing is just about that. And the only tie-in is that you see, like, Charles Gambino's cousin, the rapper's name's Paperboy. So then you see posters around the city, or whatever, for him, and that's it. That's the only tie-in. And then you just go back to the episode again. I was like, what is happening? Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's very strange. That's um, odd. So a little disappointed with that one. Um, I'm just kind of scanning, scanning through here. There's a bunch of stuff on this about like all meme stuff. We don't really talk about that stuff here. Like there's mm. things that like the biggest viral moment, like shit, like um, when uh, Julius Fox, who was the chick, you guys remember who she is? The girl who was dating Kanye Dead for a bit. Kanye. Yeah. And she did yeah. that um, interview with Call Her Daddy. And where she was talking about that movie is called Uncut Gems, but she was like Uncut Gems. The way she said it, it was so funny. And she was she used oh, to be God. a dominatrix, and she was talking about <laughs> I can't do the voice good enough. It's my favorite. Tiff gets so mad, but she says like what she says. The host asked her like, "Do you fuck? Did you have to fuck the guys?" And she's like, "No, no, no. You have to make him sure they're never good enough. They're never good enough for the pussy." And the way she says it is like this, like. <laughs> I'm not even remotely doing it. It's so good, man. It's so good. Like I'll have to I find to see that. It's on Twitter afterwards. It's just, and she's like saying it in that real like kind of New York Valley girlish kind of accent. Yeah. That like, and and very like disinterested, and and her voice is really like croaky type of thing. It's it's hilarious. It's so fucking good. So. Good. Oh my god. But anyway, Sounds they had a bit. Yeah, it's yeah, no, no, no. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, I'm just trying to look at all the other stuff is more like internet based stuff that like I know about it all, but we don't talk about it here and I don't think anyone really gives a fuck. But I kind mm. of feel like if there's nothing else, we're actually at right at our usual time to, to wrap this up. So That's beautiful. I'm feeling pretty good about it all. So um I mean look, this been a it's been a pretty fucking good year for for the pod. We were consistent with the exception of summer. Uh, because of the move so that was my fault primarily but um it was kind of good to have a break for more content to be honest and now it kind of gets me more like amped for it all 
Um, so we're going to take the next two, because we usually record on the Sunday and release Monday, but this Sunday is Christmas and the following Sunday is New Year's Day, I think. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, we probably Turn won't up. be recording. Yeah, man's be turning up. You know the vibes. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. we're just going to take it off. No one gives a fuck to not listen to new content over that time. Nothing's even happening to talk about. So it makes the most sense to take those two weeks. We'll probably come back that next Sunday, which next Monday, which would be the whatever the first is that seventh. We'll drop it on the 8th of January or something like that. Um, but yeah, any final words before we wrap up for the year guys? Uh, Love these cunts. Sick as fuck. Get a dog up. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. Eminem. Drink, drink lots Eminem. Retire. Eminem retire. Now Dan's giving hate. No, she's like sending like love vibrations. I like it. Yeah. Love. Okay. Big up Messi. Big up Messi for everything he done. There you go. Sports. Football vibe. Okay. Fair enough. Sports. Yep. Um, yeah, well, you know. It's, it's yeah. blessed. I yeah. love it. It's been a good year though. I feel like it's been a cool year. I, I had a lot of personal things yeah. that went well and like dropped a fucking two projects in the space of less than a month. Which is I've never done before. Um, it's great. Now I've officially got no music and ready for new stuff. So I feel positive and ready for a big 2023. Do you know what Tiff said to me the other day? She's like, I saw someone say this. And they were like, y- you, have you noticed that you haven't seen anyone say 2023 is going to be my year? You know how everyone says that Ooh, shit? Yeah, no yeah, one yeah. said it since 2019. Since 2020 because everyone was talking about it. And then because that was like the worst year ever. Interesting. <laughs> Every no one saying it, and I'm like, oh my god. There's only one person Good. who I've seen say it to a degree, oh, not in that way. And you can already guess who it might be, Nush. Um, mm. But the a friend, you know, they always talk like that. Okay. Um, right. And it's okay. He didn't do it in like a crazy way, anyway. But it was the only person I've seen even talk about. It. Like he was just saying he was excited for the year, really. But it was the closest thing to it. Otherwise, like it's very fascinating. I feel like everyone's. Cautious Everyone's about the future. Well, I feel like everyone's not, like, uh, what's yeah. the word? Not, not positive, not like um, pe- uh, optimistic about 2023 because everything's been pretty weird the last three years. Everything, yeah, past three years, everything's been very much up in the air, but, you know, who knows? Now Messi's won the World Cup, but everything's going to go back to normal, I think. You think so? That's what I think. I don't know. Oh, um, I think 2022 was a great year. You are pro-fuck shit. Yeah, no more fuck shit. No more fuck shit, yeah. No more fuck shit, please. Let's just be chill and like just do stuff and be cool. Mm -hmm. Everyone be positive and fuck bitches and get money. This this year I uh, went to two places I've never been to before. That's always great. And I went to Toronto multiple times, which I'm very happy about. There you go. That's important. Oh, I moved in. I moved in with my girlfriend. Big year. uh, uh, yeah, I'm just doing bear shit, you know. Now I'm looking to move to Toronto. Let's <laughs> fucking go. So, big shit. I love it. Um, good shit, boys. Just, well, let's uh, wrap this hoe up. Um, what order do I do this in? Do I say Notion? Where can, is it new? I go through first Notion? I can't it is remember. Notion yeah, first. All right, Notion. Yeah. Where can everyone find you online, you little fucking legend? Mate, get your pocket rocket out. At Notion, baby, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, at Notion MTB, um, notionbeats.com, get a fucking beat up, yeah. Illnote Studios on Instagram and Facebook, illnotestudios.com. Fucking suck a dong. Have a good week, good Christmas, happy holidays, 
New Year, fucking peace, love, and happiness. Don't be a dumb cunt. Dan? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at uh, <laughs> I Dan Johnson. I don't know why. I'm, just, I'm looking at Notion smiling, just making me laugh. Um, <laughs> and um, HDFJXMRNG on Instagram, TikTok. Fuck TikTok though, because no one, I don't get views of TikTok, but Instagram, yeah. Twitch, TikTok, you know, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, Merry Christmas all. Enjoy your, your time with your families, wherever you are, wherever you may be. Uh, Messi won the World Cup, so yeah. Uh, Craig, see, sorry, love okay. it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, you can get me CWFOR Facebook and Twitter, CWTMF on Insta Grizzle and TikTok. Of course, Buy Toxic City Two is out now. Relentless Deluxe out now. Go grab that everywhere you stream music. It's uh, they're both available on Bandcamp as well. One of them's on Relentless is on mine, and uh, Buy Toxic City is on Smokewell's Bandcamp. So you can just go cop that if you feel like supporting, um, guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening this whole year. It's echoing the boys, everyone have a safe, um, you know, safe holiday, safe break. Whether you're with homies or family, whatever it is, just chill the fuck out, reflect, plan, visualize. Let's if we all visualize like a lit world where like no fuckery is going down, maybe shit will be better. Like let's just be like more more cool and more chill and more like let's be more more good up. Let's be more good up. More gooder in there. Yeah, more gooder. Get a thumbie. Oh, let's get a thumbnail. I still got to do the end part because I, I went on a tangent briefly. Um, You're I know. I you. really am. All right. Y'all ready? Boom. Guys, if you like the episode, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell. Ding dong, catch count. So you know when the new drops. Follow us everywhere at the Movement Fam. Uh, this will, episode will drop when you're hearing it. We're basically gonna drop it tonight. But if you, uh, yeah, subscribe. Check out the old audio and all that stuff. Old audio, the old episodes, because that'll keep you going over the holidays. If you're fucking, you know, you've listened, you're like, ah, oh, shit. Um, mate, happy new year. We'll see you in 2023. Get a dog up, yeah. Wolf. Dogs. Dogs. Magic guy. Santa and dogs. Get a dog. 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 Dog go wolf. Dog go wolf. Wolf. Art. Wolf. Cunt. Santa. Bless you. Catch a cunt. Catch a cunt.